Welcome to Look Who's Talking, ladies and gentlemen. Forza Titani times two, picking the Titans again, and so should you. Find out which one of us is going to Bills, Packers on Sunday Night Football. Oh, yeah, and it's the return of Anytime Touchdown Survivor. Here we go. Freestyle. Yeah, welcome back or welcome to Look Who's Talking NFL, the best goddamn Canadian podcast in NFL history. Uh, wherever you're listening, all over the world, Ni Hao, Previet, Ola, Bonjour, Guten Tag, Ciao, and Bonagam. That's Weird Mike and that's Sri Lankan and you're always learning stuff on this show, so we'll keep it rolling. Almost every episode, pretty much all of them, brought to you by Huck Media. Uh, go down to Toronto, find the best gosh darn media company in the world, or go to huckmedia.ca. You can follow them at Huck Media. That's our mustache twisting Titans fan who lives right downtown Toronto. And he just got back from Europe and we're fired up that he is Forza Titane. They won me a bunch of money last week. They're going to do it again because Vegas still doesn't believe. And even if Tannehill's hurt, who cares? They're still going to beat the Texans. Forza uh, big- Titane. Forza Titane. Uh, you can follow me at Hughes Talking. We'll do it throwing out prop of the day, which is 11 and 4. Thanks to my man Tony Pollard again. When will Vegas learn? This guy is explosive. Uh, at Hughes Talking on Instagram and TikTok, you follow Weird Mike at Weird Mike, spelled weird M I C. If you can't spell weird, uh, Mike's your guy. He doesn't like books either. All right. <laughs> uh, thank you from the bottom of our heart for following, sharing, subscribing. By the way, if you haven't done this yet and you've been listening for over five years, can you leave us a goddamn five-star rating? For the love of God, all right? We don't ask for much. Five stars or, or ratings don't exist, okay? A review would help too. We love you. Our picks went four and two last week. They were five and one the week before. We were officially back over uh, 500 at 21, 20, and one. Uh, big shout out to everyone participating in our contest. The look who's talking pick six with prizes at the end of the year for bet from bet openly and team LTD. Uh, big shout out to our boy, Matt Sheffitt, the bartender, our boy, our baseball boy down the grand Cayman who went six and oh, a couple of the guys went six and oh on the, on the uh, pick six as well at officefootballpools.com. Some of you, I don't know, but thanks for listening. Thanks for playing. And, uh, yeah, we got a lot of look who's talkers playing the pick six. It's going to be a lot of fun and keep in mind one, of the three of us, which one is it? Not sure. Uh, is going to Bills Packers on Sunday Night Football. Let me tell you, I fucking wish it was me. I just got back from two weeks in Florida, three flights yesterday with Brookie, and we're back, uh, back on the West Coast. It's good to be home, and uh, a lot of fun down water skiing in Winter Haven, Florida. Got to watch out for them Gators. And uh, we're all back. So I'm here at the West Coast. Weird Mike's at Centennial Studios, and Huck Media is at Huck Media Headquarters. With his Titans pom poms, twisting his mustache, ready to rock. How are we doing, boys? Uh, Weird Mike, one on one on the smash and sprinkle, the old gambling donut. How are we feeling heading into week eight? Fuck, it's week eight already. Jesus. Uh, We are pensive. Weird Mike is pensive. I am rethinking spreads as I know them, as I've grown to love mostly at times hey anyway i'm rethinking spreads because there's just too many variables there's too much cash on the table everybody's contract is laced differently you don't know who's fighting for what at what time that used to be true the last two weeks of the season it's true every week now you're hearing about all these different things every week. Every week, somebody's telling Jimmy G how much he made. You see, and this has become a thing. <clears throat> well, anyway, point is, I'm going to be shifting to money lines. Okay? Okay. <clears throat> Hard shift. Week eight. <clears throat> I am. I've, uh, welcome to the 500 Club, Jeff. Uh, you just cracked over, right? You're, I hope you don't look back, right? I'm, you know what? We haven't finished below 500 in five seasons. Why would we finish below 500 in the sixth season? Uh, my charts have been helping me and feeling pretty damn good. Also, the Lions should have covered. Could have been five and one. A couple of one-yard stops on the goal line. I know the Lions are not a good team, Mike. I know. But let me tell you. We're going to be having this conversation in about 37 minutes again. All right. I'm picking him again. I I won't. I won't. I won't do it. That's a terrible teaser for somebody who just went five and one and four and two. Okay. This guy's already on the lions. 
Yep. Six minutes into the show. I went one and one, like you said. First missed smash in a while. I called that Baltimore. You want to queue up 131? I called that Baltimore game down to the second. Cost by a third string rain fumble. Anyway, we all got a salty taste. Um, I actually got survivor vindication because regardless of my selection this week, I would have been eliminated. Uh, I would have had to forego my power to the cemetery crew and go with New England. And we all know that the Bears are the exact opposite of who we thought they were. <laughs> they like the bright lights, man. Yeah. Like the bright lights. They're, Justin Fields is like this weird primetime guy, man. The guy just, you know, Sunday at one, the guy gets steamrolled. You put a put a pregame with him on Friday. Little countdown to coverage, man. The guy feels at home. You know, it's, it's funny. Just yeah, well, here, let's talk about Monday Night Football for a second. Uh, first of all, favorite show. I had a couple of things on this. Yeah, it's the best show in the world. Uh, Monday Night Football. Bill Burr was on the Manning cast, and he was fucking hilarious. Oh my god, hilarious! They kept. He's like, can we stop showing sad Mac Jones? All right, like they, we get it. They took him out. He was really pissed that uh, they didn't have him on in the second quarter when New England was doing good. <laughs> he was there in the third when it was just a Bears run and three and out takeover. <clears throat> but uh, Monday Night Football created another moment, Jeff. This is why it's the best show on television. They called for Zappy. The guy comes in and throws two touchdowns. Yep. And the place is going bananas. Bananas. <laughs> Mac, who? Mac, who I tell you, Mac, the starter, week eight NFL season, Patriots Jets just came down. Zappy went from zero hero zero. Like that's it happens fast in this league, man. It's crazy. Oh my, so fast. Also, like it's like the you know, same thing happened to Cooper Rush, right? Like two weeks ago. If you are gonna shit the bed, don't do it in prime time. Especially like if you're in somewhat of a quarterback controversy, you know, you want to shit the bed against, you know, uh, the Arizona Cardinals in, in like the four o'clock game. No one watches. Yeah, you know, the owner might have skipped out on that one. Every owner watches primetime. <laughs> and uh, man, a, a couple things with Justin Fields. He's an Ohio State quarterback. And I feel like these big school quarterbacks show up for primetime because when they're playing these like games that no, they feel like no one's watching, they're not used to that. It's hard for them to get up. You know, if you're an Ohio State or like, you know, Alabama quarterback, like you're used to big games all the time. So I think, you know, Justin Fields stepping up for primetime didn't surprise me. I was on the Bears. I was on the Bears money line, actually, uh, with some same game parlays. Uh, Nolan McLean and Mike Morrison rode the same game parlay that they fished out of me. I was in an Uber on the way back to the show site after the competition to go to the banquet. And they're like tagging me like, yo, what's the same game parlay? You know, your Steelers. I didn't share it because I hadn't been, I wasn't going to watch it, but we all rode. We all won. Shout out to uh, George Pickens. Uh, but anyway, I'll be sharing a lot more of that stuff. I can't share every bet because like, you don't want to just see all my bets. We might, gotta, we might do like a paywall later or something like that. But, uh, and then we can all just sort of share our bets together. Big look who's talking group chat thing. We'll figure that out later this season, but. Well, anyway, uh, very excited. And one other thing about Justin Fields, when I was watching this game, why the fuck is he not a San Francisco 49er? How deadly would they be right now? Remember, because a couple drafts ago, it was like, are they going to take Fields, Mac Jones, or Justin Fields? Justin Fields thought the 49ers were taking him. And then he slips to 10 to the Bears. Now, you got Trey Lance on the sideline. Never really looked like he was ready for the NFL. But Fields can move. He ran for like 100 yards against the Patriots at Billy B's house. And in the 49ers offense, isn't that exactly what they would love? I just can't believe he's not a 49er. It's very weird. also can't believe Tom Brady's not a Patriot. Like, what are you doing? He's still in the league. He should be a Patriot. You just you basically play Tom until the wheels fall off. And I bet Robert Kraft and Belichick will never be the same after this. Of course, they'll never be the same, Jeff. You, you, once the supermodel leaves you, Brady was the supermodel to New England. Now, as the supermodel leaves Brady, 
You understand? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Okay, so Belichick will never be the same. His magic will only wear off, and he will get angrier and bitter, as history has told us of great men who had great power as they faintly relinquish it. Um, good call on the Ohio State QB. You, you got to love that, the Clemson QB, big time. Maybe if Jacksonville had an extra primetime game, Trevor Lawrence would showcase this. <laughs> um, but, yo, just wrap up Monday. It's Obama was on. You talking about Bill Burr? Okay, he was joking. He's like, yeah, I had to follow Obama, man. That's the toughest <laughs> opening act. Anyway, Obama was had to choose which White House visit was better because they both won a title. Peyton and Eli both won a title under Obama's reign. He had eight years. And apparently the Manning mom really wanted to know whose visit was better. Okay, like this is a Thanksgiving nonsense. And Obama's like, you know what? Truth be told, there was some silverware missing at Peyton's visit. I'm going to have to give the nod to Eli. (laughs) And Eli was like double fisting. It was so funny. Okay. And I love Troy and Buck and Monday night and all the song and all the traditional Monday night football, man. I was hook, line and sinker on that Monday. Man, that was that was top three, man. And it didn't even matter. Like the game was secondary to what was going on behind. Anyway, Justin Fields, the Bears, Mac Jones is starting. That's real. Mac Jones back as the starter. This Bailey Zappi thing isn't going away, though. He can zing the ball. No, no, no. That moment will not be ignored. It's not going away. Pats fans, no. And also, they had Bledsoe. He got hurt. And then this kid named Brady stepped in, a sixth or seventh, sixth round pick out of Michigan. So they they, they are very ready for that. They don't care, you know? Can Can we talk about, though, how that first touchdown pass was a terrible throw and an unbelievable catch? Unbelievable catch. Devontae Parker, I believe. That was a terrible throw. He was so open. and Guy was wide open. Let's give this kid a break, though. Is it Western Kentucky? They got to let it fester. They got to treat it like insanity. It's got to be zappy time. It needs zappy hours. Zappy Zappy hour. And that's all he played well for. One hour. (laughs) There you go. But sometimes, if you play good for an hour, that's good. Billy B and that D. It's supposed to be good against the Bears on Monday Night Football at home. Just make him a second quarter guy. He only plays the second quarter. Wow. Well, look at that. Look at that. that you just talking about your two quarterbacks. Remember, Hewlett? How about like no. a two quarterback approach? Like, hey, you got the first and third. No, my 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 uh, proclamation was that one day football it would be very normal to have multiple quarterbacks on the field at the same time. A couple laterals, just a yeah, quadruple option type thing going on. Why, like, put it this way, with laterals and handoffs, why is there only one guy on the field who can technically throw the ball? There's a lot of great athletes all over America. I feel like it's coming. I think I was a little early on it, maybe way early, <laughs> but our kids will be watching multiple, multiple quarterback football. Make no mistake. All right, one more thing about that Monday Night Football game, just to move on. Uh, the uh, our, our boy, uh, Adam, our sponsor, Storyteller Logger, he's in the High Roller Survivor, same one that you were in. There's nine people, nine people left. Oh, if it's the God. same one, it's the same one, bro. Nine people left. He took the Raiders and he just watched with a huge smile on his face as you know, half of the people left got eliminated on the Patriots. So uh, if you want, if you want some consulting, bro, if you a friend of this show wins the high roller, bro, I'm in wherever you're going to party, I'll pay my way. I ain't looking for no free ride. I'll tell you what he's got doing. Mad USD ready to rock. He's going to Arizona for the Bills Super Bowl. That's oh, what he's doing. Oh my God. I'm in. I'm in. Well, we'll drive. You know? I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever. I'll do yeah, drive, fly. We're going to Arizona. I've already I've told Brooke. Yeah. Yeah, let's take the bus. I gotta get a US dot, but maybe. <laughs> I love I watching your mind wander right now. Like, can we actually do this? Yeah. So anyway, um, so you got the bills, right? You got to win tonight or this week. Sorry. I say tonight. Yeah. Uh, the bills got to win this week, Sunday night football. So Hugh said, he's not going. So who is it? It's me or Huckster moment of truth. We're not leaving this dangling. I got, love me some prime time. Yo, I got hooked on Monday night. 
But Huckster, tell me about Sunday, bro. Who are you rolling with? When, how, and can I come? <laughs> Which sounds like a lot of your first minute of your of all your dates. <laughs> no, you can't come. Um, I'm going with 32 guys for a bachelor party. We're Whoa. sitting sitting in the end zone. It's a Halloween game, so we're all Whoa. wearing we're all wearing priest outfits. Come on. For the bachelor's got a cardinal with like the big hat. So keep an eye out for 32 priests in the end zone oh, on Sunday. Definitely night. making oh, TV. Shut your That's what come on. For. That's beyond TV, bro. That's fucking top 50 shit. The cardinals are red or white. The cardinal. Uh, red and white. This is getting on sports center. This is good on sports center. Yo, every time the bills so. score a touchdown, you guys should like all get on down on one knee, except the cardinal who like looks at the sky. We're like 20th row here. I'm pulling on my ticket right Come now. Come on, yo, 20s money. Yo, I, I, I told you the story of me sitting row four. You get row, buried. Like, row you're 22, lost. 22, section 101. Oh, nasty. This Tim Hortons gate 500. Nasty. Scoreboard. Nasty. So hopefully the Bills score at our end. I'm sure they will be scoring at multiple ends yes. of the field. Multiple touchdowns, spreads 10 and a half. Just cock slapping Aaron Rodgers because this guy got, well, we thought they were three of the worst teams, right? We thought the Giants were shit. We thought the Jets were shit. Washington gets a spike with Heineke. They probably beat Carson, right? Hey, watch out for the we, bro. I didn't think the Giants were shit, but you're right. (laughs) You're right. That should have been a win. I'll tell you something, though. I feel like I know Aaron. Pretty good, usually pretty good at betting with them or against them. The Bills are going to win this game. Josh ain't going to let them lose. Correct. But Aaron's never been a double-digit favorite, like ever. I I don't think he's. I think underdog. Sorry, yeah, underdog. I don't think. uh, I I mean, the Packers on spread is just juicy, especially especially in front of the whole world. Double-digit favorite, like at one o'clock. All right, weird. Double-digit favorite against the best team in the league. What a way for Aaron to kind of. Be like, hey, everybody fucking relax. All right, I'm still really good at this. And I'm like half of what a team. I'm like, I'm half the battle, right? You know, just me. So we will see. <clears throat> but yeah, fired up for that game. Fired up for you, Huck, and every other priest you're going with. That's Yeah, it's going to be a ton of fun. That's that's my, like, I can't say it because you, you guys are going as priests, but like, that's like a sports wet dream for me, like to go to a Halloween guaranteed on tv we're putting on like this needs a like a, a touch of choreograph right like you don't need to rehearse shit but you need to know what's going down right you having a meeting on the way in right we're and, all on the same bus yeah yeah see what i mean like oh my god Hockey. by the way <clears throat> folks if you're listening look who's talkers if you're listening to this podcast you're and you're also going to the game hit us up with a dm either at huck media or at hughes talking and uh, we'll try to connect you so you can pray with Huck Daddy and all of his boys. The Sunday night oh. football priest. Sunday night football. Sunday night, 10 degrees, minimal wind at the Ralph. We got ourselves a perfect night brewing. Devil's night. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. Um, any more takeaways just quickly from this weekend? Um, yes. yes. I've been yeah. dying to say this since you said the word proclamation. I proclamated that whoever was in possession of Tyrod Taylor and his contract and his doings that you just needed to give this guy a hug and let him know he's the guy. And everybody believes in Tyrod because he doesn't turn the ball over and he moves the chains. And now here comes along PJ Walker. I said two years ago, this guy's T-Mobile light XFL journeyman, whole room loves him straight baller, you know? And the owner said, we're not tanking. PJ's our guy. We're trying to win next week. Guy gave him a big hug. He's lying. Let's go. He's not lying. <laughs> He's not lying. They're tanking. They traded Robbie Anderson and Christian McCaffrey in the those same guys are, Those guys are brutal. Robbie's a cancer, and, and C-Mac had the contract brewing, and they weren't going to give him $300 million. They, So they, it's a win. It's a they, win. They traded their number one running back and their number two receiver for draft picks. That, that's the, look teams don't tank, but owners can sort of set up such owners and GMs can set up situations where you're not really expected to win and you're just building for the future. Yeah. So 
I'm hey, facts. Shout out facts. to PJ Walker. He played a great game and he's capable of playing more great games. But they didn't they didn't they didn't make this plan to be like, hey, let's make the playoffs no, this year. No, yeah. No. But the guy the guy gave him a hug. Hey, he's you got a chance. That's all he means. Need. It means feisty dog. Okay. Oh yeah. Fucking feisty dog. That's what that translates into. You want some weird Mike slang? The owner saying what he did about PJ means that they're fighting for your spread because motherfucker wants a contract now, like now, like any week, the owner could be like, Hey, here's two years. Like they gave Brissett with the Colts. Yep. Here's two years, 10 mil done. Guy loves it. He's busting his ass for that. And that's why it's worth it. So, you know, let me tell you, that's a stay the far away game for me. Falcons Panthers this week, like fucking running, running away from the game, (laughs) watching every second, but running away from it. I box that game. I box PJ. I think I'd land a little shine off there with that. Uh, I don't know what to. Bengals. Yeah, I, I don't know what to make, and I don't want to make anything. All right, so I'll I'll box the game on the pools, and I won't fucking touch it otherwise. Um, speaking of that's Bill's Super Bowl, by the way. Uh, the odds went right back up to heavy favorite. If you had bet them a couple weeks ago, it would have been good. I'm still gonna wait. There'll definitely be a big futures on the Bill's Super Bowl, but I am going to wait. Uh, it can't get any worse right now for odds so i'm gonna wait and see what happens but the bills are going to the super bowl i talked to jordy down in florida by the way uh my boy from team canada and sws and uh we have this enormous rv with sws we've taken it all everywhere thunder bay wisconsin nova scotia florida um we gotta get the brakes fixed and if the bills look like they're gonna make the super bowl he's gonna get the brakes fixed and we're all going okay so that's how we're getting to arizona and hopefully joining our boys from Storyteller Logger down there. They could be facing the Niners, man. The Niners have impressed me a lot. And, and no, no, not these past two weeks, but just getting McCaffrey. Getting McCaffrey and get healthy again. Uh, but I got something in truth of the week for all you, everyone out there in the media who are just digging the grave. You and your, you know, the cemetery crew digging the grave a little too early for our boys, Aaron and our boy, Tom. Because there's a very, I'll, I'll get it, I'll get into it in a second. But uh, hold on, hold on. well, what's your what's your deep down on Jimmy? Because that that safety was brutal, man. Like, yeah, yeah. He got, <laughs> it's not Jimmy, but the 49ers as a team. I was so surprised to hear you say that. I'm scared. I'm I'm scared. Of, I'm not scared of the Niners, but I just feel like uh, that McCaffrey thing is exactly what that offense needed. And once they actually implement him, watch out. So what do you think of that? Is that on your board this week? Rams, Niners? That's fucking no, game of the day. No, no. I said I would not bet Rams over the Niners. And in my mind, that's the pick. And I can't. I'm just saying it's not on my list. I don't know if C-Mac, uh, Chris McCaffrey's the the whole the whole coming home thing. I don't, I don't know. Why? Because it's just too perfect? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's just too perfect. And, yo, buddy, I'm Team Niners, bro. I'm fucking gobbling up that shin line, bro. I just, I don't like it when teams try too hard, man. And they got some injuries and blah, blah, blah. And, just, you know, just, and people will go down. And I, I, I just, as a guy who bets them week to week, I, I don't like it. I just <laughs> feel like, I feel like they, uh, keep in mind, you know, unless you're like the Bills or Chiefs, you kind of want to get hot and healthy at the right time, right? The Eagles have peaked too early. I don't see the Eagles just running the table, number one seed, all the way to the Super Bowl. Baby steps, as you say, right? Um, you know, that um, that Bills game, 10 and a half. I'm not taking it either, but may I remind you, this is only their third home game. Nobody's played fewer home games by the time that game's kicked off. And both of their home games have been whitewashes, dunzo, with two minutes left in the third. So, like I said, yo, the Ralph is on one this year, man. Like, it is different. Huck, you are in for something different. If you have been to a Bills game, my friend, this is different. There, there is next-level passion on, this, on the field, man. And I was in the – I was – anyway, you're, you're in it, bro. <laughs> you didn't know where to hide. You're 20 rows behind the chop rights. You look behind you, there's 20 rows. You look in front of you, there's 20 rows. You didn't know where to go, Okay. Our Lady of Huckle, pray for us. <laughs> Let me tell you, keep that bucket of chicken. Okay, keep that snack bucket in case you got to go late in the game because sometimes you can't get out of your own aisle. 
They just block this. It's just a sea of humanity. There's nowhere to go. Anyway, 10 and a half. Maybe, maybe. I like the outline. Let me sprinkle on the outline. Fuck you, Aaron. Minus 22. Over after three. A public embarrassment of one of the greatest players ever. I don't see it. Come on. I love, trust me, bro. I'd love to see that. I will. Maybe, maybe. Maybe fucking maybe Roger Goodell low key hates Aaron also, and he doesn't get shit calls. And the Bills is just an avalanche of fucking Buffalo. <laughs> maybe, man. Maybe I love when chance. I love when you drink your own conspiracy Kool Aid like mid sentence. Like you just like you start saying something, and it's like you know it's ridiculous, but then you like love it even more, and you're like, I, I'm gonna double down on this. The refs are gonna get him. The like you know the, the 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 local Buffalo pilots gonna like you know fake like some turbulence just fuck them up you know, anyway I love when you do that I mean there could be some weather too right and 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 that what you would think would favor Green Bay like a sound running game maybe limit Josh's pass but it looks like a beautiful night you know some handicappers like to bet a lot on stats I'm a, I, I took sociology in school I'm a people person and I like to often get into the heads and minds of. The guys I'm betting on. It's always kind of what I've done. Who's who and why is going to give me maximum effort of their abilities? And is that ceiling enough to kind of sway the lines? Well, this is a situation for me where my charts are telling me that this should be a seven point spread. And it's, it's 11. So, uh, you know, the Packers, I haven't downgraded them as much as maybe some other handicappers or at least the public. And the public just watched Aaron lose three times in a row. And the spread's gone up to 11. And I, again, the Bills are amazing. And yes, at home, they've been shit-kicking some teams. But those teams did not have Aaron Rodgers on them. So I would I would uh, advise against the Bills' spread. And uh, not mean anymore, though, Jeff. They scored one. They scored two touchdowns in the first game of London. And have scored two since. They got a pick six against Heineke. That wasn't... And their defense gift wrapped two of their field goals. I know, like, I know, I know. But oh, but like man. I'm not talking about the past. I'm talking about going forward. Like yeah. Aaron Aaron Rodgers is capable of multiple touchdowns against most defenses. So especially again, you know, they need to get sort of get some wins here. I'm not saying they're gonna get it, but they'll be fighting for it pretty damn close. And he's not a foxhole guy, but I just don't see them getting shit kicked. I don't. I'd love to. All right. We'll move on from that game and probably talk about it a little later. Uh, the Raiders are good. They're two and four. Maybe the best two and four team uh, in recent memory. Oh, yeah. I have them pretty big, I, big win against the Texans. Eh? Big well, win. What, hey, I'm just saying they're skilled on offense. They're Josh Jacobs is for real. He can run the ball. Yeah. They got Devontae Adams. They got a good tight end. They got Hunter Redford, a little slot guy. They got kind of everything that you need. They got defensive ends that can put pressure on Crosby. And uh, oh, what's the they're guy's good. name? They're good. They're good. They're, they're good. They're not two and four. They're, they're not like you know, Bill Parcells. You are what your record is. For most teams, yes. Not the Raiders. They so are. They're good, uh, they're good, but they're not good. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Yes. Right. Uh, kind of, kind of like the team that was my gold pick last year, last week. By the way, my podium went perfect. Oh, gold, right? silver, bronze, all winners. Yeah. Led by, led by. Forza Titani. And uh, th- fuck, they're oh. on the list again. Hey. Tannehill's questionable with a shoulder, but even if Malik Willis starts, I think Vrabel after that bye week just got that team playing hard. Also, Vrabel got that team playing hard and it cost Matt Ryan his career. <laughs> what, like, as, uh, as Robert Griffin III said, look, you could, uh, on Monday Night Football, you know, Frank Reich woke up this morning and chose violence. Like, there's, you could have just said, you know, he's hurt. We're going to start Sam Ellinger and, Kind of see where it happens, see where it goes. No, no, no. Matt Ryan is basically no longer on this team. <laughs> That's what he kind of came out and announced. I love Matt. We failed him, blah, 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 but he's benched the rest of the season. Let me tell you something, folks. We get some of that I Dream a Genie music, and I called this kid's name in the preseason episode. I said, wait for Ryan to go down. I, you know, I thought he was going to, I thought Rivers was going to do good. I thought Carson, I, I'm a big indie guy. Yes, you no are. Who's, no matter who's behind the helm. Sorry, Huckster. Big indie guy. And now they got Ellinger. 
and you're going to have an identity. And I don't even think Reich's the guy, but he's smart enough to know that he's not necessarily the guy and he's going to let this team do what it needs to do. Get real nasty. It's not how we won with Philly. So anyway, I'm excited for the kid. And I think Indy is going to total 180. And it's tough. This guy's going to try and compete for a division. You know, he's undersized, but he's got some moxie, heart of a champion. You know, it's funny. It's funny, man, watching sort of like, you know, again, not everyone ages like a fine wine. All right. Tom Brady seems to defy aging. Yes, he did not have a great game last week. By the way, sorry for that group chat. Uh, I was in Florida and kind of on one and yeah, couldn't couldn't participate. And the uh, backing up Brady when Dewey was hating on him, warranted or not. He's due for a bad game every now and then. He's 45 years old playing professional football. I'll give the guy a break. You know, not everyone ages like a fine wine. Uh, and if it's funny the way that the different, like different guys sort of age poorly, like Ben Roethlisberger got fat and he had enough arm problems that he could stop, really stop throwing the ball downfield. Matt Ryan looks like he hasn't eaten a meal since August. All right. His arms are coming through his Jersey. Like, I don't know, like, like just little skinny poles and no one. Yeah, he can't throw the deep ball. I'm surprised he can lift the ball up. So anyway, leading the league in fumbles, leading the league in sacks, leading the league in interceptions like it's over. Oh, by the way, Mike, we had a little conversation about this two episodes ago after watching the Broncos Colts game. And I'm like, yeah, the Colts won and I'm downgrading them two points on my charts. And you're like, what? Rip your charts up. Well, well here we are two weeks later. And Matt Ryan's done. His career's done. Well, that is that is very little to do with the Indianapolis Colts, Jeff. Unfortunately, like we said in this league, shit happens fast. And since I said that, they are only one and one. It's true. With a loss on the road to the defending one seed. So let's lay off. Not too many people hey, win in that spot. I've right? I upgraded as soon as they made the quarterback change, I upgraded them half a point. All right, because anyone would be better than Matt Ryan right I now. Know, I don't know where I don't know where they are this week. The Colts, they might make my board, actually, because nobody's got tape on this kid. The Washington Commanders are oh. rolling into Lucas Oil Stadium. Oh, that's weird as shit. Colts are minus three. Oh, a weird, it's a that's weird game. weird as shit. What, see, this is what I'm saying with these spreads, man. You know what? Don't play them. You don't have to play that one. No, no, I will. I'm a dumb. <laughs> I will. I'm going to uh, give, I'm going to give three picks after Hugh gives his picks because he's on board. And he's got the tee box on the eighth hole. Usually a tough par three, right? Some with Indeed. some meat, right? A couple of holes carried over. It's kind of a big hole, usually big week. This The spliff from hole three is somewhat starting to wear off. And now I'm thirsty. <laughs> yes. And the ends in, and the, the ninth hole's in sight. Halfway. And you're debating whether, anyway. Starting to come well, to the reality that I'm going to lose my... Uh, my first nine bet and just start planning already to double down on the back nine. I'll be going three money line picks. All right. For your, that, those, that's what, that's, that's what I'm going to do this week. The gambling donuts got sprinkles and it's got fucking nuts. Okay. Okay. Sprinkles and nuts on the gambling donut coming after your hue picks. Whenever you decide you want to do them. Okay, sweet. Um, yeah, we're bringing touchdown survivor back. Uh, shout out again to Joey Krempa, who won our original touchdown anytime touchdown survivor uh, contest brought to you by Storyteller Logger. So he's got five cases of tall boys coming at him. I think he actually might pick him up because he's swinging through Mississauga. If you are listening to this and you win the contest and you're far away, Storyteller will ship you the beer. If you're like around Saga and pick him up, well, it's the way we fucking do things around here. My big shout out to Storyteller and our boy Adam, who's still in the main survivor and the high roller. And you got two volunteer consultants ready to rock. And you can hop in the RV down to Arizona and buy the pizza. All right. Ooh, 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 ooh. I will pay for the break job if I get a seat on the RV. There you go. You hear that? You hear that, Gordo? Niagara Toronto Tours. Okay. Crossing alter egos. Talk about it. All right, we got my big Monday night football matchup. The all-Ohio Monday night football matchup. Cincinnati minus three and a half going into Cleveland. Very spicy. I'm really loving these Bengals. Loving what Joe Burrow's doing. And I still can't believe that the Cleveland Browns, after decades of misery, 
just threw this season away. What a weird front office decision. And we're just watching it happen. They're just this forgotten weird ghost team that used to be good and might be good next year. They're in this. It's like the eye of the Cleveland Browns hurricane. We're watching. Well, they should be first place in the conference. Okay. This kicker can't make shit. <laughs> yeah. That big one week uh, one, which cost me a grand and, and cost me one of my survivor entries. And I said, after that week, I said, Cleveland would have to worry about everything, but a kicker. And this guy's just making Jacoby Brissett feel like he's way worse of a person than he really is. Okay. Jacoby's a nice person, nice man. And if this guy, you know, that didn't stand a chance that kick against the Ravens. Now they got smoking Joe on Halloween. Remember I watched draft day so many times. One of Cleveland Browns mascots, like unofficial is that pumpkin head. Have you seen it? The guy yep. just wears a huge, massive pumpkin with a huge stem on it. And he's going to be out on that's actually Halloween. That's going to be a grimy game. If they get up big early, and those boo birds on Halloween, man. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, what a scene that has got labeled on it. <laughs> I feel like this is one of those, like, y'all y'all forgot about us games. You know, like, sometimes there's teams yeah. that, like, Three and a half. kind of feel like they should be getting a little public pub. They were in the Super Bowl last year. They, they, they still have all their players. But, like, you know, kind of, they've been a bit forgotten in, like, power charts and stuff like that. Well, I feel like this is, like, a, yo, y'all forgot about us game from Joe Burrow and the boys. By the way, there was a, I don't know if you saw this a video like four weeks ago. It was the Giants or three weeks ago, two, I don't know, Giants uh, during Giants Packers in London. One of the Giants receivers, I think it was Kadarius Tony, was getting like some sort of weird groin massage on the sideline. And he, you can see kind of half of his ass. It's all over like the meme accounts and shit. It looks like he's getting a hand job from his trainer, like right on the middle of the bench, like right in the middle of Tottenham Stadium. And all these memes show up like, Deshaun Watson immediately requests trade to the New York Giants and all this shit. Anyway, uh, just Bloody another wank at half, eh? And, yeah, like, but I just before we started recording the podcast tonight, I saw on NFL memes dot dot an uh, Instagram account, whatever. Apparently, Russell Wilson, who was somewhat ruled as doubtful leading into this London game against the Jaguars this weekend, while everyone else was sleeping on the team plane, was doing like a bunch of like ankle stretches for like hours and like stretches and lunges and all this stuff. So hold, anyway, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. On the team let's, plane. Let's dive into this. Okay. This is classic weird Mike. I've been around the world. Yeah. Some of the longest flights on the planet. And you're a big Just lunger. You, I am a huge plane stretcher. So <laughs> allow me to defend Russell. Okay. This guy, first of all, it's a private jet. Let's just assume that. They're not flying coach. Okay. So now there's players quarters. I'm not saying there's a bar and shit, but just because he's doing lunges doesn't mean he's doing them beside a guy in the aisle of the plane. Okay. There's not 400 people on this flight. Maybe there's 200. I don't know, but let's give Russell the benefit of the doubt and let him know that he's not doing these stretches interfering with people's sleep. I, I'm not giving Russell Wilson the benefit of the doubt to do anything like a normal person anymore, okay? Do you, do you remember when he did the ghost huddles when he was just injured with the hand thing on Monday Night Football? How weird am I, Jeff? How weird am I? You're very weird, but if, 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 you, okay. ever were having a, if you were having a ghost podcast and I, like, I walked into Centennial and you're like pretending to do a podcast with me and Huck with no one recording, and like, you know, fist bumping nobody and like, Telling me that I had a great opening and then like, that's, you know, we'll do it again. That's not weird. That's psycho. Okay. That's, that's what, psycho. Russell Wilson is borderline getting psycho, man. I'm telling nah, you. You think what, what do you think? He's, he thinks, I think he's having an existential crisis with this money. I told you last week and I don't think this London trip is helping it at all. This is, oh man, I'm going to save it. But let me tell you, like if, if they were, if they were five and two or six and one, Okay, his teammates would be looking at him like, oh, man, look at this dedication. You know, he's kind of weird, but like, yo, he's dedicated. And hey, it's working. We're winning. But he's playing awful, like awful. And then and also he's taking a bunch of money from all of them because the Bronx, you know, there's a salary cap. So there's only, you know, anyway. uh, And he's he's playing awful. So he's keeping you up on the London plane. I don't know. 
I, I, nothing good has happened to the Broncos this season, all right? Nothing. So uh, let's get into our picks. And we got more to talk about my truth of the week right after your picks. And I'll talk about how you should not give up on old, awesome MVP quarterbacks so fast and how to take advantage of that. All right, giddy up. Uh, we are 21, 20, and 1 on point spread Hugh picks. And we ain't going back, folks. Hop on board, ride the choo choo train, the Hugh Hugh train. And cue that, I'll be trice. Hugh! All right, Hugh picks, folks. Uh, yeah, all of our podium hit last week. We were four and two, five and one the week before, and we are rolling, not looking back. We got new charts for this week, all injuries included, and let's rock and roll. Forza Titan, I won us our gold pick last week over the Colts. Another division game for the Titans this week, and I will take them again, again with my gold pick. I like the Houston Texans a bit, a couple, a bit more than other teams, or a bit more than other handicappers, but not that much. They're still one of the five worst teams in the league, and the Titans coming off their bye week. Look, minus two and a half in Houston for a team probably destined to make the playoffs in the NFC and the AFC. This is just a win they need to have, and Vrabel knows it. Veteran team, veteran coach. And a pretty healthy team now. They're going to run Derrick Henry down Houston's throat and see if David, Davis Mills can match him, and he can't. Minus two and a half. They win by six. Let's go. Titans. Forza Titane times two. There's probably an Italian way to say that, but I don't know what it is. All right. My silver pick. Another win from last week. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers. Plus 10. Going in to, the, uh, to face the Philadelphia Eagles in an all-Pennsylvania matchup. Again, Eagles are probably going to win this game. Ten's too many. The Steelers are a well-coached team. They like to keep games close. They don't take a lot of chances on fourth down. So it's not great for money line bets, but it's very good for big spreads because they punt the ball. Mike Tomlin is not an analytics guy. But for big spreads, that sometimes can help because he won't go for it on fourth and two a lot. And then, like, if he doesn't get it, you know, the Eagles can really build that spread up. They don't hit it. Even if they're at midfield, they punt. They play field position, old school football. That's good for covering 10-point spreads when it seems like almost like the Steelers are trying to not get their shit kicked in, but not necessarily trying to win the game, which is, you know, somewhat of a criticism of Mike Tomlin football. But uh, I like Kenny Pickett. He's throwing picks, which obviously sucks, but uh, I think he's got the zip in him, and I like their weapons. Claypool's still on the team. He hasn't been traded yet. Throwing Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, and Fryermuth, Najee Harris, the Steelers. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to keep this game close. Eagles win a close one, close than people think. Let's go. I think I pronounced Fryermuth right, but who the fuck knows? All right, we'll call him Fire Duck from now on. Bronze pick. We are taking the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday Night Football. Watch it on the Manny Cast or watch Troy and Buck, but just watch it. Record them both and watch it twice. You won't watch anything better all week. We're taking the Cincinnati Bengals minus three and a half over the eye of the storm. The Cleveland Browns, the team that is having the lost season. Maybe there'll be a documentary on this one time that no one will watch. But uh, I take, look, Joe Burrow, he's got three rock star receivers. And now throwing Hayden Hurst at tight end and a, and a running back that can catch and run. Joe Mixon and a defense that's starting to step it up. An O-line that's coming together at the right time. Bengals going to win this game by over a touchdown. So you want an outline? This could be it. Jacoby Brissett cannot keep up with Joe Burrow. And under the lights, Monday Night Football, a wee back game for the Cincinnati Bengals after that Super Bowl loss. Yeah. Bengals are number three on my chart. They've moved up one spot. And uh, I like the Bengals this week on Monday Night Football. And so should you. All right. Number four. I'm taking the Detroit Lions plus three and a half at home to the Miami Dolphins. Tua still not looking great after coming back after the concussion. He's only playing right now out of necessity. So I think if Bridgewater was totally healthy, he'd probably be playing. Tua's not quite right. Sure, he's cleared, but does anyone trust any of those Miami doctors anymore? <laughs> Tua shouldn't. Uh, anyway, and the Lions are desperate. This is the this is you know this is the coaching regime. You go one and six, they're gonna start looking for other coaches. If you you know two and five, you could do a little better. So uh, we'll see. I think the Lions get max effort. They still got Jared Goff. They're not playing some backup quarterback. And the, they played better than the score showed last week against the Cowboys. They were winning for a while in the first half. The defense can step it up. And uh, yeah, just because of Tua's, you know, not being 100%, plus three and a half for a desperate Detroit Lions team at home, need this win. I like them. 
All right, I'm taking the Green Bay Packers at plus 11 on Monday night on Sunday night football. I have to. Aaron Rodgers, there's a pride thing going on. We're going to see, a, a, I think, a really good performance from Aaron Rodgers. He'll be careful. He'll be skilled. And uh, he'll keep this game close. No one's beating Josh Allen right now. He's just hes incredible at football. He's making sure he's a, the Wyoming farm tank suddenly with a brain. He's like Smart Hulk from Avengers. So no one's beating Smart Hulk on the football field at home. But 11 points is too many for a three-time MVP. Uh, with pride on the line, so Packers will keep this game close. I think we're gonna watch. I think you're gonna watch a hell of a game with 31 other pre-suck. Uh, Bills win, but by like four. So uh, yeah, should be a dandy. All right, and finally another big spread, another big dog rolling with it. I'm taking the Chicago Bears plus nine and a half against Dak Prescott's Detroit Ca- or Dallas Cowboys. Look, the Cowboys are a pretty good team, but with Dak Prescott, I think we know the ceiling. And again, with Justin Fields' ability to run on third down and ability to run in the red zone, and that can mess with Dan Quinn's defensive scheme. He does great against statutory, can't-move quarterbacks. Running quarterbacks like Kyle, Kyler Murray, for instance, he struggles, or that defense struggles. So, uh, yeah, I like Chicago Bears. Keep this game close. Could possibly win it. Plus nine and a half. Thank you very much. Those are your huge picks, folks. A lot of big dogs, but we ride them. So we are taking Forza Titani, the Tennessee Titans, Huck's, Huck Daddy's team, minus two and a half, going into Houston. No problem. We'll take the Pittsburgh Steelers, plus 10, going into Philadelphia. The Cincinnati Bengals, minus three and a half at Cleveland. The Detroit Lions, plus three and a half at home to the Miami Dolphins. The Green Bay Packers, going into Buffalo, plus 11. And the Chicago Bears, plus nine and a half at the Dallas Cowboys. Five visitors, one home team. Let's go. You! Let's ride. Chalk up those V's, Hugh. A lot of V's, I know. A lot of V's. And that, the, the one that almost made it was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not really even a home team, though. London game, but I just stayed away. Don't know who started yeah. at quarterback. What do you mean who's starting at quarterback? It's supposed to be uh, two days ago. It was pretty much listed as Rippin. And that and the Russ oh, was had oh, like I a partially torn hamstring. I don't know. Trevor Lawrence is starting. But Jack- uh, Russ, Russ wants to play. Yeah, that's um, Russ got some special interests in London, I'm sure. Uh, I think that Denver's in a terrible spot. Trade rumors. Tra- when is the trade deadline? Is this week? Is it, is it just one week left, I think, right? Yeah, you're right. No, it's like there's like three or four so days we left. We got some legit, like, people want Bradley Chubb. Judy wants out. There's rumors he's just a gaming nerd. Like, this team... They say Tampa's in a dark place. Denver's in a dark place. Much darker. And they got to go to London. And let me tell you, they love the tabloids across the pond. Something's going to leak out. It's not a 53-man tight ship. They also lost their starting running back. That really helped hurt him. Uh, Javante? Yeah, Melvin's fall. Anyway, you're right. It's, it's, It's a bad spot. All right, so rebuttal time. Like, don't I mean, like, what you got? I hate, 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 hate most, hate most. <laughs> Love the bookends. The six and the gold. I think it's a weird, I think Houston just got steamrolled by Jacobs. And here comes a familiar foe and King Henry's feasted on the Titans. Home, away, neutral site, it don't matter. So I think that's good. A weird short price. Yeah, if you're Houston right now, what are you what are you playing for? Like, just kind of playing for your paycheck, sort of, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, when it's big, the check, and you need it, uh, you play harder, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> okay. So let's remember that from uh, speaking of trade deadline too, though. Like Brandon Cooks could be gone. Like you know, like just totally, totally. Lot, half that team could be like, yeah, I might be on. Hopefully, I'm on some other team next week. Um, and I like the Bears plus nine. I think Fields thinks it's a big game. Nine and a half. It's big D. Yeah, nine and a half, ten, whatever. Weird big number. Uh, yeah, another big game for the Ohio State quarterback. Every game in Dallas, again, it's like being a hockey team and coming to Toronto. Like you just, it's the mecca of football. You want to play, you want to play good. I get this college blowout feeling in Orchard Park. I think it's a steamroll. I think it gets worse before it gets better for Aaron. And I think Huck's going to be dishing out handies by the end of the night there. Everybody's going to be covering their bets. 
everybody's one game parlay is going to have already a hit and it's just going to be a nice happy ending just like all those priests want at uh, orchard park new york this week make sure the bachelor's taken care of how can i get a hallelujah <laughs> hallelujah oh baby <laughs> um battle of pennsylvania i think can, can he pick it man the guy, guy had four chances to do it and that's what four i mean chances. so is he gonna do that again or is he thinking the same thing as you right now? I had four chances. I let my team down. I'm not going to do that. I think Philly's beholden. I don't think it's going to be a Steeler nation. Like, this is just a weird price. Plus, Philly's on one right now. You got the World Series going on. Just a lot of juju. Hate interesting it. interesting time for a bye week for Philly. It's almost like, did they did, did they want it? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they, I, now I, they drink their own Kool-Aid for, for like nine days. Oh, Philly loves drinking it. Like you beat um, Cooper Rush, relax. You know, <laughs> that's true. Um, okay, weird pick. You ready? Yep. Three winners coming at you hot and fresh. Jaguars, London, dark place for the Broncos. One. Second, here's the sprinkle. The Seahawks. It strikes midnight for the Giants. The Seahawks. Are the soup du jour. They will not finish the soup du jour, but nothing cools down a team faster than the trip to the Pacific Northwest. New York has been given gifts. And now, yo, home run hitter, Kenneth Wallace. Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker. My apologies, Kenneth. The third. The third. The third. The third is always up to greatness, my friends. I I, I bet you're the third, Mike Angeletti. No, there's only one. Okay, I got a plaque downstairs proving it. All right. <laughs> we'll save it for another baby dick story. And the third winner. You ready, Jeff? Very ready. I don't think you're ready. No, I am. <laughs> because it's Talking time. Slow. <laughs> it's time. It's time. I want everybody to understand the proclamation declared. Sam Ellinger. They believe in him. They're gonna, he's gonna do something college-esque that is just gonna unify that team and that stadium on Sunday. And they're gonna win weird late start time. We got the Colts, the Seahawks, and the Jag, all short money at home slash not home. We're one game above 500. We're soon to be four games above 500. Three money lines. I'll be parlaying them round robin style, folks. Only need two to cash. I'll be posting those details on my Insta game day, which starts at 9.30 in the morning. Weird Mike and baby cat, come get some. It's 6.30 on the West Coast. Yo, little, uh, you know, sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes I'm right. All right. But uh, how about this, Mike? You'll like this. The Giants and Seahawks are playing each other, right? Yes, I, I gave four, four, uh, sorry, five win total bets, but two of them got Instagram videos and I was very, very, very heavy on those two teams. The Seattle Seahawks over four and a half wins posted that video in July. All right. That was my number one pick going into the season. Seattle Seahawks over four and a half wins and the New York Giants to get seven wins. All right. We are at week seven. Sorry. Yeah. Week, week seven, week eight, week eight, week eight. eight. Week eight. And no matter what happens, unless there's a fucking tie, one of those bets is going to cash. All right. Se- Seahawks have four wins. And the Giants have six. Someone's got to win that game. One bet's going to cash right there. Shout out. That's, that's, m- that's me. Mighty impressive. <laughs> yeah. Fired up. Also, one of the other ones that also got a video at Hughes Talking, follow us on TikTok, was the under Denver Broncos 11 and a half wins. Yeah, there should be a sports book out there before your truth. You, the yep. sports book needs to parlay win totals. I think, I think FanDuel yeah. might do that to be honest. Somebody needs to because this day and age, no, you know, the guy around the corner is few and far between, man. Fr- fronting futures is tough. No, no, it's I've true. I said it, I said, as a guy who loves big action and will make a four or five day parlay. And wait for the reward more than most. No, it's hard to throw down a lot of money and then wait right? six months for it to get it back. I understand that. Whereas on credit, it's just taking you're just taking away from your credit. 
back when we all had bookies. I understand. I get it. It's almost um, like to have a side future book, Becky. <laughs> make sure you stay tuned. This week, I'll be posting another prop of the day, maybe two. Uh, just basically my favorite prop. What I like to do is put half of your bankroll on your favorite prop of the entire day. All of Sunday's games. Two weeks in a row, it's been Tony Pollard. And follow us on Hughes Talking. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll figure that out. Okay. Truth of the week. Very quickly. Here we go. A little story about a recipe for success and how two teams have it. And doesn't matter really what's happening right now. Truth of the week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. The recipe to win playoff games in the NFL is fairly simple. Have a pretty good team. And then have one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the world. The Packers and Bucks have that recipe. All they got to do is get to the tournament. All right. They don't have to finish first. Doesn't really matter. It's a one game playoff. They don't, you know, if, if the Packers or Bucks had to beat any of these other NFC teams in a seven game series, that's eh, not looking too good. But you need, you got, if you have a one-game playoff and you got Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady under center, the other teams don't want to play you. All right? They don't want all your, all your playoff experience. They don't want all that. So just be a smart football fan and don't be one of those guys who says, oh, the Packers are done. No, they're not. All right? We watched seven weeks of football. The Packers are not done. The wild card is still very much available. Even the division is still very much available. Let's keep in mind, He's chasing Kirk Cousins, okay? And this guy's probably got some primetime games left. You can just chalk those up as L's because it gets him off his weird priest boy routine. And the Bucs are in the worst division of football. That's right. The absolute worst division of football. They are still tied for the lead with a losing record. All right? So relax. The Bucs are probably going to be hosting a playoff game. They'll probably be very healthy. They have a veteran outlook on the way to do things. They're not rushing Julio Jones back. You know, Chris Godwin, take your time. It doesn't matter. This division sucks. Um, it's Andy Dalton, PJ Walker, and Marcus Mariota are the three other quarterbacks in that division. So just be a little smarter, have a bigger perspective. The season is long, and the Bucs and most likely the Packers are definitely going to make the playoffs. So just if you can find good value on the Bucs or Packers making the Super Bowl, do it. Just be a smarter football fan. All you need to win playoff games is have one of the top 10 guys in the world throwing the ball. And that's why the Niners gave up on Jimmy. That's why the Kansas City Chiefs gave up on uh, Smith so long ago. Because if you don't have one of those 10 guys, everything else needs to be perfect. And it's hard for everything else to be perfect in NFL playoff football. And they still have Aaron. They still have Tom. Throwing a pretty good team, a home playoff game, and they'll be fine. So just be smarter. Those teams are fine. Those guys are fine. One guy's 45 years old and one guy's a little crazy. Also, the guy's going through a billion-dollar divorce. Let's give him a couple weeks to figure that out. All right? Um, that's your truth of the week? That's my truth of the week. I've just been hearing a little too much Tom and Aaron are done, and I feel like it's making our listeners yes. sway to that opinion, and it's just the wrong opinion. The, the, but so, a season can be done, right? Like, when we said happens fast, yeah, like, it's okay that we're not talking the end of Aaron Rodgers career, but no, this season could be done. Like there, there could be Remember, if the room turns on him, and it's, it's pretty close. Like everybody sees the eye rolls, right? I don't think he's ever had a room. I don't think he's ever had the room, you know, he's got the town. He doesn't need the room. The, the room is secondary in that situation. Right. I think that's always been the reason he low key needs to be there because if he was in Chicago or a bigger city, right? Like that, that's what I'm saying. He's got it by the nuts. And I think this season is going to be reprimand for the way he's really, you know, kind of shrugged his shoulders at this town. That's kind of given him everything. You know, the here's girl the that keeps taking, right? Here's the here's the thing though. It's like it's because it's because of these, it's such a short playoff. There's just these, you know, three one game playoff series, basically. One game. So it's not like, oh, you know, we're we're not gonna be in the top two or three. So, like, do we really want to just sneak into the playoffs? Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. It doesn't fucking doesn't fucking matter. Get into the tournament, and then you got one of the best 10 guys in the world. 
And it's just it. It's just well, I've, 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 I've seen this recipe before with Tom Brady teams, specifically you thinking that they were done and they go into the playoffs and it's like, no, man, Tom knows how to do this because playoff football gets really intense and you just need to that laser focus to get that third down. I didn't even say Tom's name. This was about Aaron. I, I think I one of the two is not making the playoffs. I think it's Aaron. I think I think Packers self-implode with the Western New York bend over college style outline priest hugging epic beatdown. And yes, you're right about the 10 guys throwing football. You always got a shot. And the Niners, the perplexing move wasn't that they moved off Jimmy. It's that they thought it was Trey Lance, okay, <laughs> for the record, okay? We all know Jimmy's not one of those 10 guys, but God be, it wasn't friggin' Lance, Trey Lance, who, you know, anyway. It's so. just funny. It's funny how you could be in that spinal four of the most popular sport on the continent and be like, you know what the answer is? This guy who's played eight games at North Dakota State. <laughs> just, you want some you want some poetic justice here before we sign off here? We're getting the uh, sure. I want to see. Go ahead and uh, give a story shout out there. Give me give your I got a nugget on the way out about Aaron. You had a contest? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my my pick for anytime touchdown survivor. I'm laying it down right now. Josh Jacobs from the Las Vegas Raiders will get a touchdown in the Superdome in front of the Pope whistleblowers. You can send in a DM. Uh, with a picture, a, a GIF, a name, whatever you want, but it's got to be before one o'clock. If you're picking the Thursday game or the London game, it's got to be before that game. And any and all picks have to be in before one o'clock. All right. Uh, for that's for any time touchdown survivor, and you're competing for four or five. I'll, I'll I'll figure that out. Cases of storyteller logger, giddy up. Let's have some fun. You can't pick the same guy twice. And if you were in the contest earlier in the season, you can pick any of those guys again. We're starting fresh, starting clean, right now. Also, just want to point out my favorite quote of the entire episode was when you told everybody that Jacoby Brissett is a nice man. <laughs> but, but I told you, I've been do you know that years. he just seems like you a nice guy? Mean? I guess. He, he, is it the beard? The Colts team. Is it the beard? He, he, the guy takes the bullet, man. He, he, the guy misses the block, and he just takes it. Did Jacoby Brissett take. Jacoby Brissett takes the bullet. Deshaun Watson takes the massage. Either way, the Browns are done. Yes. I'm surprised that didn't hit anybody. I was going to take that. That That's that's shaping up to be a Monday night smash town. Smash. If that's I, the outline for me. I think the Bengals could win 40 night, to 20. If I have a rough weekend, uh, and, and, you know, everybody's going to smash on that, right? The, the Halloween smash, pumpkin smash, like it's the smash head. Anyway, it, it can get real ugly in that dog pound, but my poetic justice was that if the Bears played host to the Packers in the final week and, and Aaron's been preaching that he owns the Bears, right? They even got those shirts. Yep. He said it. He's got the title. And, and, and you know, Justin just go ahead and, and gives him a backhand and knocks him out of the playoffs, right? And they Because 500 might get you in in the, in the NFC. So. True. But they do not, sadly. I checked the schedule. They uh, they end somewhere where they can most likely win and get in and prove our host <laughs> correct once again on these old guys. All right, just a quick shout out to uh, one of our sponsors. Download the BetStamp app. Use the reference code at Hughes Talking, all one word, all capital letters. Even if you use fucking undercase, I'm sure that's lowercase. I'm sure that's fine. But uh, either way, at Hughes Talking, you can track your bets, get great market analysis. And more importantly, for these prop of the days I'm giving out or your props that you want to play, anything you want to play, uh, any sport, it'll give you the best odds, the best line over 13 different sports books that you can all use in Ontario. It's awesome. So uh, big shout out. I know the big dog's been using it. He's loving that. Matt is backer. And uh, everyone else is playing our Look Who's Talking Pick 6. Shout out. Thanks for sharing. And uh, share the podcast, folks. We're an organic growth uh, podcast, and we are growing every day, and we love it. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and all the other things. Uh, yeah, anything for shut the huck up. Go Titans. Fucking Derek, right, go Titans. Derrick Henry, touchdown survivor. Love it. I, I, God, got, I, I got something for that. shut the huck up. 
Put me on the short list, Huck. Some one of those priest bales. You got an altar boy that pulls up a hammy the night before because you know Hewlett's been there. The night before a Bills game can sometimes be a curse. You know, you, oh, yeah. you think you're excited, and then uh, uh oh, six a.m. happens and you're late for the bus. <laughs> bus call doesn't leave till one forty-five because it's a night Whoa. game. Yeah, Whoa. I was, I was at a party in Milton with was supposed to go to that Bills game with you and Royal. And it was like 5 a.m. I'm like, okay, I'll get some sleep for like 45 minutes. Woke up, drove to your house. Don't even remember it. I'm like, okay, are we going to this game? I remember I knocked on your door, Mike. You're scared, you guys? Yes, I was very scared. I was scared, too. I scare easily, though. I scare easily, though. (laughs) Yes, you do. You're a very frightened man. I could be in the same room with you, leave for five minutes, come back in, and you're like, whoa. I'm like, yeah, Mike. All right, that's what happens when I go to the bathroom. I come back. Thanks, everybody. Look who's talkers. We love you. Uh, big shout out to Bet Openly. Go to bet.openly on Instagram or TikTok. We're going to betopenly.com. It's the Craigslist of betting. Go idiot shopping. Be the bank for other people's stupid ass bets or make your own. And uh, shout out to Gino. Great time down in Florida. Watch out for them Gators and Forza Titane times two. Big Bills game. AAAA. If you're going to the game, DM us. We'll hook you up with the priests. What a weird thing to say, but it's a weird league. It's a weird day. And Huck. Have a great time. Cheers, bud. Go Bills. And I-